This is episode 50. And in today's episode, I want to talk to you about how you can listen as a true learner. Let's go. Welcome to Freya Singing Tips, the podcast. My name is Freya Casey, professional singer and vocal coach. I have been on stage my whole life and I'm passionate about helping you discover the awesomeness in your own voice. Opera, musical theater, jazz, pop, folk, rock, I have done it all. And I want to give you golden nuggets of advice on how to be the master of your voice. I know you love listening to music just because you are a music lover. I love listening to music, although I have to admit I only love listening to music when I can really listen to it consciously. I cannot stand listening to music that just goes on in the background. It distracts me. I can't actually carry on a good conversation when there's music in the background that is in the kind of volume that I just, I can hear what's going on. But as soon as I can hear what's going on in the music, I want to figure something out. That's just the way my brain is. I can't just let it go in the background and not pay attention. I have to pay attention and I pay attention to what the drums are doing, what the bass is doing and what the rhythm is doing and where the one is. I start counting. I start listening to the voice. Of course, if there's a singer, especially then, I cannot just listen to somebody sing just on the side and then talk at the same time. It totally distracts me. It's like talking over someone. Maybe that's just the way I am wired as a singer. and and But maybe that's the way you are after singing for so many years and after training yourself to also listen differently. So let me talk to you about how to actually learn so much from the listening part. You can literally learn so much by just listening differently. Don't just listen to music whenever it's on the radio or whenever you are listening to a CD or, well, who listens to CDs anymore, really, um, to Spotify or on YouTube. Listen like a teacher and listen like a, like a singer, but especially like a teacher. So let me tell you what I mean. Whenever you listen to a singer, don't just evaluate like do I like it or do I not like it try to find out what is it that I like and what is that singer doing and a lot of my students have been telling me since I've been taking lessons I am listening differently just because I already know what they're doing and I know what I'm supposed to doing I know what my problems are I know what my issues are and then when I hear somebody else doing similar things that are problematic for me It just rings a bell and I just know what it feels like. And I can, first of all, I can sympathize. And second of all, I want to figure out what is that singer doing that I'm not doing to make it better? What is that singer doing so that whatever he or she's doing is working out? So why is he or she hitting that high pitch? And why is it sounding so nice and open? Why am I not sounding like that? Why do I crack? Where is that singer breathing? Have you ever paid attention to whenever you're listening to the radio? When is that singer breathing? Do you actually hear the breath? Is it very deep? Is it shallow? Is it quick? Is it slow? What does it sound like? Is it Does it have a dark color? Does it have a brighter color? Do you hear a lot of vocal cord or do you hear just deep breath, openness? What is it like? Can you hear some raspiness? Can you hear the glottal attack? 
all those things. Have you listened to that? Can you hear how they're supporting? Can you hear the different voice colors? Can you hear when the vocal cords close more or less? Can you hear when the breathiness comes in? And can you hear how it alternates with this very pingy sound? Can you hear the difference? All those things help you to actually understand what's happening. And a lot of my students, especially my students had, who have been in my master class, they told me, I've never listened like this before, but ever since listening to other singers who have the same issues and learning that actually almost everybody has the same type of issues, maybe they may be a different, maybe a different degree of how problematic any issue may be, but that everybody has issues and everybody has problems. Yes, believe it or not, every recording artist also, every world-renowned artist, they have issues from time to time where the voice isn't doing what they want to do or they're over-singing or they've been singing too much and then there's strain. Um, there are stories like that over and over again where you hear that somebody has been straining too much and now they can't sing anymore or there's, you know, their vocal cords got damaged. It happens all the time. Um, but listening to singers in a way that you know, you know what the problem is, you know what it feels like, but then at the same time, being kind of like a teacher, also noticing when that singer is doing something that is not technically um, very good to do, like maybe somebody is just really gasping for breath, or maybe somebody, it may be a world famous singer, maybe that singer is doing things that are actually not really good for the vocal cords. Maybe he or she is damaging the vocal cords. And that is really fun to actually start listening to some singers and start noticing things and to see, well, that would hurt if they did that for a prolonged period of time. Or, well, that is a really awesome voice color. And you will find out that you will find singers over time as you listen and as you identify um, their technique and what they're actually doing, that you start noticing singers who have a really good technique that have a very clean and clear sound. And what really amazes me all the time is like, and what is an indicator for me, an indicator for me that a singer has a really great technique that is very healthy, is someone who has not changed a lot in their voice over the years. And I'm talking about decades. There there are some singers around who have been performing on stage and touring, doing a lot of singers, uh, doing a lot of singing for decades. I mean, think of Elton John, Billy Joel, Christina Aguilera, Whitney Houston when she was around. Of course, she had some health issues too. But take any singer who has been around for decades. What is their sound now and what was their sound 20, 30 years ago? Do they still sound the same? Do they still have a clear voice? Can they have a clear voice? Or is there no way on earth that their voice ever can produce a very clean and clear tone anymore? And that's a sign for a technique that probably has gotten them some damaged vocal cords to where there can't be closed vocal cords anymore. So that is a great indicator. I think Michael Jackson, for example, and I talked about that in one of my live streams recently, he had great technique. And you could hear that because he started so young. He was just a child when he started. He was very young. And he sang a lot from an early age. He didn't just sing every once in a while. He was on stage. He was touring the world. And he was very celebrity status already. And he started so young 
But over the course of the years, his voice didn't really deteriorate. And for me, that's an indicator for having good technique, for that singer having a good technique. Plus, I don't think he could have really sung and dance at the same time if he didn't have good technique. Of course, sometimes it was kind of like a semi-playback to where, I mean, you can't do all of that and still do all the moves he did and still sing everything. But I'm making the point that you can only do all of that if you do have great singing technique. Otherwise, you'll kill yourself, you'll kill your vocal cords in a very short amount of time. In a matter of a few years, you'll be shot and you won't be able to sing a lot anymore. And that's an indicator too, like singers who have been singing a lot, putting high demands on their vocal cords, and they still sound crisp and clear. That is a great indicator for, okay, that singer has great technique. So you want to take that singer as an example, analyze what they're doing, and try to learn from them. I never will tell you to imitate what they're doing, but try to learn from what they're doing. Try to take the good things and leave out the bad things. Just take the good things and learn from that. It's like any athlete. I mean, athletes sometimes, they watch other athletes for hours and hours. They watch their role models. They watch their idols. They study them down to the detail. For years and years, they just keep watching. What are they moving? Like, what is their move? And how did they do that? The psychology of it, the physiology of it. And you need to become like that. You need to become that singer. You need to become that listener who listens and hears those things, who pays attention and who notices those intricate details, who notices when something is happening that is good and that that is causing that great sound and what is causing that great sound. And you also need to notice in other singers when they're doing something that is not very healthy, when they're doing something that is causing their voice to crack or causing the sound not to be that great. Become that teacher. Just always even think of a very world-renowned artist that you love. They still have moments, um, especially like in live performances, probably listening to a CD is not a really it doesn't really give you a lot of clues to imperfections just because in the studio, I mean, things are made to where they are perfect. It's not the raw material. That's not how somebody actually sings usually. So if you take any live performance, that's the raw sound and that's their technique. That's the technique of a singer. And you could really take that and see what are they doing? What are they doing under live pressure, under live circumstances? And if you take that sound, just notice things. Play teacher for yourself. You know, it's like, okay, if I were his or her teacher, even though they are great, there are always things to improve on. There always will be. I mean, even the world's most famous singers and musicians, they still have coaches and teachers that help them because you, everybody's only human. And you need to become that listener who becomes that teacher, um, the teacher listener. When I listen to singers, I don't just hear whatever like the sound is all together I just hear all those intricate details I just start hearing like because all my background is like I've been singing for so long and I know about all these problems and all those things and I know how things can be beautiful and why they do sound beautiful and how do you make that beautiful and how you can get through that phrase that is so long and I know why you would have to take that really deep breath there and I know why you take your time there since I know all that I listen in that way of really noticing all those things and 
like a teacher, because I've been a teacher for so many years, for 15 plus years, I've been coaching singers and you just start getting an ear for that and you just start noticing things like, okay, that's great, but what if you could do like that? Maybe you could even just, even though it does sound great, maybe you could just do some variations on that. Maybe you could just change it up just a little bit to alternate between this and that. Maybe you could do a different voice color here. Just try it out. I mean, even any artist in the world, they probably could sing any given song in many different ways too. So there's always room to not just to improve, but just to change something, to try out something different. And uh, it's like somebody who is a great movie director, they already see the scene when they watch another movie. They see that scene, how it could also be. They have this great imagination of all the possibilities that are there. And you as a singer, you could listen the same way. You could just like think of all the possibilities, be more creative and you become more creative in your own singing by listening to others and by just actually trying to think of different ways. Like, okay, maybe that singer could have done it that way. And uh, let me try that actually. Maybe let me try to take that, like some piece of a very famous singer that, that you adore, maybe you like your favorite piece of music. Let me take that piece of music and do it in my own way that is still technically very good technique. But let me change it up just a little bit. Let me change that voice color. Maybe I won't do it belted. Maybe I'll do it a little bit more mixed voice, more, maybe I'll have it even a little heady sound, a little breathy sound. Maybe I'll try that. Maybe I'll try that song a little bit more laid back. Or maybe I'll try that ballad in a more upbeat way. Maybe I could just change it up a little bit. Just try to get your creative juices going. And you can do that by really listening in a way that you start noticing things. That's a really important aspect. Start listening. Start listening, not just on the side. Start listening consciously and you will learn so much just by listening. Well, that's it for today. I wanted to remind you one more time that if you have not joined my Facebook group, I would love to welcome you there. It's called Master Your Voice and there's um, just above 700 people in the group now. I have great conversations, great group, singers of all levels from all around the world. It is so cool. And I love all the talent that's there. All levels, all ages from all over the world. Love to see you there. Master your voice. And if you have not taken my course, Conquer Your Stage Fright, this would be a great time to do that. To get ready to be more confident on stage and to make sure you are more of yourself and that you can actually do on stage what you wanted to do. You know that feeling that when you're singing alone at home, everything works perfect. And then you get in front of someone, it may only be your coach, things don't work out. It's like you get so conscious and you start just you can't move, you can't really quite as go as far as you wanted to go. And it's like you're not being yourself. That's why I created that course. There are 12 video lessons in the course. You can take that by going to my website, friassingingtips.com, always with a hyphen. Or in the meantime, on my YouTube channel where I publish three videos every week. And of course, I would totally love it if you left me a review on iTunes or any other platform that you're listening on. It would really help my podcast to be seen by more people. And of course, I want to help more singers discover the awesomeness of their own voice and to become the master of their voice. 
by the way, master your voice. Every Thursday, I have a live stream that is on YouTube, on Periscope, and on Facebook all at the same time. And you can join in there and ask me anything you want to. It's at 5 p.m. Central European time on Thursdays, which would be 11 a.m. Eastern time in the U.S. Um, yeah, I would love to see you there. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, always keep a song in your heart and always keep on singing. <laughs> Bye for now. 